Hey guys, and welcome to this very first episode of the Storm of the South podcast. This is the fan-made podcast about Statesboro's soccer club, our professional soccer club, Tormenta FC. I am your host, James Brazel. Guys, it is fantastic to be starting up this podcast. Um, you know, I just wanted to bring out a little brief introduction as we're going through so you guys get a little bit of a little bit of a mentality as we're going through and I'm creating this podcast um the main reason for the creation of this podcast uh, number one um it's for my opinion journalism class at Georgia Southern University um uh, we were given a topic of we could either do a blog or you know like a podcast type deal um where we could talk about anything we want to and just you know talk about our opinions with anything and with the you know the creation of the soccer club uh, Tormenta FC, uh, South Georgia Tormenta FC, you know I thought it'd be a great idea to talk about a lot of the topics that are surrounding this club and the formation of this club. You know, um, it, it I think it's a great way you know to reach out and you know get the word about about this club that's being formed. Um, we're the the sports soccer is growing especially in South Georgia and in Georgia in general. Um, you know, even with the loss of the Atlanta Silverbacks, you know, we're adding clubs such as Tormenta FC, uh, Peachtree City MOBA, which is another premier development league club. Uh, and then also the big one with Atlanta United that's going to be starting play in 2017. So, you know, I really just want to kind of get this thing kicked off and, you know, and I think the best way, to, you know, to sit down and really discuss what's going on, you know, is go through and start from the beginning and, you know, talk about a little bit of the history of the upbringing of Tormenta FC itself. Uh, and just a little quick warning with these uh, episodes and everything, uh, you know, since this is for a class, uh, you know, starting off, I want to make the episodes a little bit shorter. Um, so you won't for, you know, the first couple of episodes, uh, they probably won't go, you know, anywhere beyond 15 minutes to start off. Um, as we're going through, and I decide, you know, this is, if I want to continue this after I'm done with this class, um, you know, do this in my free time, you know, the episodes might be a little longer. We might have more guests. We have more uh, topics to talk about. I, I think once the season, you know, really starts rolling around, um, you know, I think these episodes will be a little bit longer. Uh, especially, you know, with play coming up in May. Um, you know, there's a lot of topics to talk about when it comes uh, to this club, especially right now, like the history, uh, scheduling, uh, uniforms about to be released. Uh, the first roster is going to be released soon. Um, so I'm really excited to see how all this turns out. I mean, that's the biggest thing as a fan. But, you know, let's go through... Um, and the first thing I want to do, like I said earlier, is kind of dive through and explore the history that is uh, Tormenta FC, the very brief history that we have so far. 
Um, one of the first things I remember with the formation of the announcement, at least the announcement of the franchise, uh, my boss over at the Multimedia Development Center uh, was in talks with uh, Van Tassel at the time, uh, Dr. Ver- Darren Van Tassel, who is the uh, co-owner of Torment FC. You know, they were kind of talking in their offices and everything, just, you know, setting up the dates and everything, and I had no idea what was going on. I was just kind of, I don't want to say, yeah, I was pretty much oblivious at this point of, like, what was going on. I just knew they were talking about uh, streaming an event that was going to be happening over at the uh, Statesboro Convention Center and over at the, yeah, over the Visitors Bureau. And I just remember... You know, my boss coming up to me and saying, hey, you should come over. I think you would uh, really enjoy uh, coming over to this uh, press conference because I wasn't scheduled to work. But, you know, I figured, yeah, I might, as, you know, I might as well come over to this press conference to see what it's all about. So I get there, and I remember the first thing uh, walking through, everything's set up, uh, everybody's talking to each other, and finally about a couple minutes in, uh, they start passing out these uh, press releases. Um, cause no one, no one had any idea. They just knew it was going to be a big announcement in terms of the city of Statesboro. So you had a lot of, uh, news agencies coming out, WJCL, uh, WSAV, I believe came out there, Statesboro Magazine, the Statesboro Herald, um, a lot of these news organizations coming out and, uh, you know, seeing what Dr. Van Tassel had to say at this press conference. And I remember getting the press release and the first thing I remember reading, the Premier Development League has awarded the city of Statesboro a soccer franchise. The first thing I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what the heck is a PDL? Because I, 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 you know, I only knew about you know like a couple of the uh, United States uh, soccer leagues, and you know that being Major League Soccer, USL, and also the uh, NASL as well. And I was just, you know, kind of confused, kind of starting off with. And then I did a little bit of digging, and it turns out the Premier Development League, also known as the PDL, is the fourth tier in terms of those leagues. Basically, what the PDL is, is a it's basically a soccer league uh, kind of catered around to collegiate players as a way for them not to lose their eligibility um, while they're in college, basically, I mean, basically, what it, it is essentially a summer league for collegiate players, you know, looking to keep in shape and you know working on their stock as they progress through if they want to you know rise up the ranks of those soccer tiers. You know, there's been a lot of players who start off in the Premier Development League and end have been ended up playing in the MLS. So, you know, we all get there, and we were just, you know, our minds were blown. Because if anything, I would never would have expected a soccer club of any sort being in Statesboro. Like, if if I was to pick any minor league team, you know, to be in Statesboro to start off with, it would have been baseball. You know, that's just kind of the more of the feel that I feel that Statesboro has when it comes to you know, to those types of sports. But soccer, I think that that was just way out in left field uh, for any of us. But, you know, I started thinking about it. I'm like, man, this, I, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, this could, this doesn't sound right, 
you know. Um, but I, I, I didn't know. It was kind of thinking out. I didn't know how this was gonna work out. Um, the big thing I think that uh, Doctor Van Tassel is doing right so far is uh, is a lot of things. Number one, um, he's working at partnerships with a lot of the a lot of organizations within Statesboro, um, especially Georgia Southern University and Ogeechee Tech. You know, with Ogeechee Tech, he's offering up the opportunity to allow those students over there to be a part of the uh, sports staff in terms of internships. Um, with Georgia Southern, uh, Georgia Southern is allowing Tormenta FC to use their facilities um, in terms of, you know, renting out housing for the players to live in, one, and then two, the use of Eagle Field over at Irk Russell Athletic Complex. So, And also the use of uh, sports streaming as well because Multimedia Development Center will be helping stream their games, you know, kind of start off with. So they have an opportunity uh, for that partnership. But not only that, you know, Dr. Van Tassel's been a, been doing a great job in terms of, you know, exposure for this club um, and branding this club, you know. he went One of the things they did smartly was put together, you know, a good social media team in terms of creating Instagram, Twitter, a Facebook page. And not only that, Dr. Van Tassel has been doing a great job with uh, transparency. You know, I, I, I think I created uh, a Twitter account for this and then the, uh, you know, the WordPress website for everything. And maybe like a couple days later, maybe I think it was like a day later, uh, Dr. Van Tassel sent me a, a direct message on Twitter and he was saying, you know, oh, man, this is fantastic, you know you know, let us know any way we can help out, you know, and it was exciting, you know, seeing, like, the co-owner of the uh, franchise, you know, send out a message saying, like, he was excited for this fan-made podcast, and, you know, and I was asking him questions and everything about his thoughts and what he, like, about some, like, the smaller stuff about uniforms, uh, like, scheduling and stuff like that. You know, and I, I think the big thing to remember is when you have an owner who wants to be that involved and who has this much enthusiasm when it comes to the club and everything, you know, I think that's what's going to make it successful. And that's what's going to, you know, bring it out. Um, but, you know, I was kind of... That was one of the things I wanted to bring out today. It was like my personal thought when first seeing it, when first hearing announcement, you know, giving a little brief history. And, you know, since that uh, first announcement, they've uh, hired Ben Freakley on as the general manager. They've hired their first head coach, uh, Borja Perez. So, you know, there's a lot going on so far. Uh, you know, Dr. Van Tassel has already talked about how uh, he was saying uniforms and the uh, first roster would be released soon. So definitely be checking up on that on their Twitter account. And then also, I mean, I'll be talking about it here on the podcast as well. And like I said, this is these are going to be shorter episodes. Right now I'm already seeing, like, we're at the 11-minute mark, so I can't believe I've been talking that long so far. Uh, I feel like I've been rambling a little bit. But, you know, really excited to uh, see what the future holds with this franchise, and we're going to be talking on a lot of other topics as we're sorting through. Um, 
like I said, you can follow the podcast at S-O-T-S underscore podcast. That is Storm of the South podcast. And you can also follow me on Twitter at JamesGSTV. Like I said, I'll be trying to cover them as much as possible. Be singing out tweets both on my account and on the podcast account as well. But be sure to look out for weekly episodes. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of topics. I think next week, um, depending on if the uh, uniforms uh, concept kits are released, um, I'll probably be doing an episode on that. If not, um, we'll see where life takes us. And I really appreciate those who are listening in. And I really appreciate you guys for uh, sticking around, uh, if you did. And we'll be back next week. So stick around, stay tuned, and goodbye. here in Statesboro. I think it's uh, about time to go ahead and quiz you and see how much, <laughs> how well you know Statesboro, Georgia. So I'm going to let Jordan take this one over. Jordan right. uh, was able to uh, get about half of these right when I created yes. the quiz. So. I've, I've been living here since fall of 2012 and I got half of them right. Well, so. we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how uh, Michael does on this test. So Jordan, go ahead whenever you're ready. All right. So your first question, what year was Statesboro founded? Mm, I'm going to say 1905. Just 100 years off. 1803. <laughs> all right, all right. We, you know, we, we can make that up. We can make that up. What was the original name of Georgia Southern University? Georgia Southern Technical College? Close. First District A&M School. <laughs> um, I'm out for two. Hey, it's all right. Also a good start. We still have eight to go. Who is the current mayor of Statesboro? Couldn't tell you. I'm sorry. Uh, Jan Moore. Also the first female mayor of Statesboro as well. She's going to be oh. very disappointed to... Congrats for her. <laughs> sorry. My apologies. <laughs> Statesboro serves as the county seat of which county? Bullock. All right. There we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> 25% so far. Un- underdog. <laughs> Which legendary coach led Georgia Southern to three Division I AA football national championships? We might have to escort you out of the building if you're not getting this one. <laughs> Sorry, Georgia Southern. I don't know. <laughs> Do you want to educate This him? is the uh, legendary Irk Russell. <laughs> this uh, 
This this is a key. That is a key thing you need to know if you. Well, it's it's imprinted on my mind now. So. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who is the mascot for Georgia Southern University athletics? The eagle. I don't know what its specific name is, but it's an eagle. We'll, we'll give the you a eagles. Point on there. We will give you a point on there. All right, all right. The actual the mascot itself is Gus, and the eagle's name is Freedom. Okay. But you you know we're on the right track of the uh, the team name with the eagle, so we'll give you a point there. I'll take it. I'll take it. In what conference does Georgia Southern University athletics participate? Don't know off the top of my head. It's the Sun Belt Conference. Sunbelt Fun Belt. <laughs> Which Pineapple Express star was born in Statesboro in 1976? Was Jonah Hill in Pineapple Express? I don't think it was. Jo- I don't think Jonah Hill was in Pineapple Express. I don't think so. Then so. no, no, I don't know. I actually, to be honest, haven't seen Pineapple Express. Oh so. man. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not doing very well on this. Day. Danny McBride was the guy. It was. Just, I think that was a surprise to a lot of people. Danny McBride being born in Statesboro, Georgia, out of anywhere in the United States. But I digress. Who is the band that created a well-known cover of Blind Willie McTell's Statesboro Blues? Oh, we just we just learned about this. All is it almond? It's the Almond Brothers. The Almond Brothers. Brothers. We'll, give you, okay. we'll give you a we'll give you a third of a point. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. All right. If you don't get this one, then we're really escorting you. Over. Oh, jeez. Gonna say that now. This is probably the hardest question on the exam. <laughs> probably. What minor league soccer club will be playing their first home game in Statesboro, Georgia, on Saturday? Tormenta FC. There we go. Woo! There we go. We don't there have to we go. Hey, I would like to say that was more points than you guys thought I would get. That is true. <laughs> this is absolutely true. You got three. We'll be counting about three point three points. That's what we decided on. Yeah, three point three points right there. So definitely more. That's three point three times as many points as we said. I will take what I can get. <laughs> absolutely. And Michael, thank you very much for coming on again. Really appreciate it. to Storm of the South. I am your host, Jordan Tony, and we are joined by an amazing guest, Coach Ben Freakley. Coach, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jordan. So, Coach, how's your day been so far? How are you enjoying your uh, last, couple, last couple hours in Statesboro before you leave on this road trip? Man, we still have so much to do. The day has been great. We trained at 10 a.m. this morning, got a good attacking session in, worked on being sharp in the middle third and the final third. 
and then uh, had an opportunity after that to go to Gentilly Gardens at 3 o'clock this afternoon and spend some time, about half an hour, with some of the uh, senior citizens from Statesboro. I had an amazing conversation with Miss Elizabeth, who's 92 years old and whose mother was born in 1889. Oh, wow. That by far was the favorite part of my day. Oh, wow. And, you know, that's one thing I really like about Tormenta FC is, you know, while a lot of these players are new to the community of Statesboro, they're definitely not new with getting involved, and it's, it's shown throughout the uh, brief time you guys have already been here. Jordan, if you could have seen the guys at Gentilly Gardens today, they, every single one of them found a seat right away and got into the deep end of a conversation with some of these people in Statesboro who have lived rich, deep, meaningful lives. It was so cool for me to see that, uh, those types of conversations taking place between people who had as much as 70 or, or almost 80 years age difference between the two, that a conversation could be carried on for that long. And um, it means a lot to us. To me, it means a lot to Heidi and David and Darren and, and Nitra that these guys that are here this summer, they'll leave. They will leave in July, but the impressions will stay here forever. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I just really respect you guys as a team that does that. But you know what? We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the, this, these two games you have coming up. Uh, so tell me, Coach, uh, we're four games into the season so far for Tormenta, and you guys haven't scored a goal yet. How do you keep the motivation up for your players, especially when you're about to face two of the toughest teams in the division? We scored over 60 goals in training yesterday, Jordan. You keep the motivation in front of the players that reminding them that we are not going to be defined by uh, results, especially losses, and that we're going to be defined by a process. The guys are fully engaged in that process. Our word of the day this morning was deliberate. Come to training, be deliberate. Come to training, have your movements deliberate, make your warm-up deliberate, have your touches deliberate, have your movement deliberate. And, and that's the only thing in this whole thing that we can control, right? In training, we, we've got to put guys in and around areas where they can perform repetitions similar to what we're going to get on Thursday night and on Saturday night and, and keep them uh, going in the direction that's uh, one of forward momentum, right? We don't spend a lot of time talking after games about what we didn't do. We spend time in training talking about what we're going to do and rehearsing those routines over and over and over so that we can get the optimal outcomes that we're after, which is getting that first goal and winning. Amazing. So basically, you just want to keep the momentum moving forward at all times. Am I right? Yeah, man. The, the guys, I mean, coming off of our last game, I thought in all three-thirds we showed quality. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you have to look at that game and, and just say, okay, in, in all three units on the field, through the thirds, we move the ball with precision, with some speed, with some accuracy. But when we get into the final third, we have to execute. So, you know, our talks have been on, been on that collective mindset of execution. We played a little 5v5 game in training yesterday that was all about finishing chances. And we gave guys opportunities to score. And I think that's the way that you keep morale and confidence high is you know, you put them in situations where they can be confident and make choices that that um, give them those that muscle memory of that last touch going in the back of the net. 
Definitely. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks in the show, we've talked about just the improvements we've seen from this team and how just they're becoming more and more aggressive, I think. Like, uh, the game you just uh, previously played, I, I think that was your best game that I've seen all season. Just very deliberate and just constantly just harassing the opponent's goalie. Yeah. We just, you know, you can harass an opponent's goalie um, uh, verbally or you can do it physically. Um, you know, we'd like to do it physically by scoring. You know, I, I, let me let me qualify that statement. You know, we're not interested in, in getting close. We're interested in actually doing it. And we have to put balls in areas this week that allow the last touch to not be a corner, the last touch to not be a giveaway, the last touch to not be a counterattack, or the last touch to hit the goalpost. The last touch has to touch the back of the net. And we have to be consumed with that, that idea and, and that's what I think the guys are going to continue to be motivated by and excited about is, you know, there's an opportunity out there for somebody to be the first player ever in Tormenta FC history to score the first goal. And that opportunity is still on the table. That's right. And um, so the last three games you guys have played have been here in Statesboro. Does the mindset change at all when you're about to uh, go on a road trip? No, I, I think that, our guys are are so hungry right now that they're they're eager to get points whether they're on the home, on, on our home field or playing away. Um, you know, you said does the mindset change? The definition of mindset is a collection of rock solid non negotiable beliefs. We spend a lot a lot of time talking about what our non negotiables are. I don't think those should change whether you're playing at home or on the road. All right. Um, so you've already played the Dynamo once already this season. Uh, does that change the way you prepare to play them again, uh, especially now away? We didn't have a good night when we played the Dynamo. Most of our goals, two of the three, were were self-inflicted. Uh, we have to we have to uh, uh, understand that we're a different team than we were two weeks ago. And uh, I'm really pleased and encouraged by the way that we've we've showed. Our last three training sessions have grown in consistency, quality, and positivity. So, you know, I'm a big believer in focusing on what we can control, right? The Dynamo is going to bring what they have. And uh, I know that we're eager, coming off a 3-0 loss to that team, to show anybody who likes Tormenta FC and anybody who's in the stands and anybody who's following us, following us online, I know we're eager to show that we're a different team than we were last time we played the Dynamo. All right, and, uh, you know, uh, constantly on the show we're talking about how much Tormenta has improved. Uh, in your mind, what has improved the most since you've uh, started coaching this team until now, or even at the beginning of the season until now? I would say <clears throat> tactical understanding. I think that now that we've been together for a month, players – are having uh, more opportunities to settle into understanding and, and seeking to master their roles. Second, our cohesion. We spend a lot of time talking about the importance of, of uh, staying together and building each other up. And then, and then third is confidence. I mean, the way we played on Saturday night, it was hard to tell Jordan that we're a team that has not scored a goal this season. We've gotten a lot of feedback from the fans, a lot of feedback from other coaches, and uh, we are disappointed that we haven't won uh, a game yet. Who wouldn't be disappointed? I mean, we're, we, you put so much emotion and time 
I mean, you had you had almost 30 guys out there this morning at 10 o'clock training in in that extreme heat because they they want to win. And I think that our our confidence, our aggression, our cohesion, and our role understanding, our tactical understanding, our tactical discipline, those are the things that are continuing to grow. And I think those are key ingredients in winning teams. And if if you can keep keep a team's individual confidence high, then their collective confidence is going to be even higher. And that's where we need to be on Thursday night, is stepping off the bus, getting into the kit, going out with an expectation that we're going to win and that we've prepared to win. Well, I know everyone here in Statesboro is very excited to see you guys get off that bus, and you know we're going to be rooting for you. Do you have any uh, message for the fans that are listening as we uh, right, right before we move into a break? Yeah, the, the, the message for the fans is you, you're a part of this. You know, 11 guys wear the jersey on a Friday night or on a Thursday night or on a Saturday night, but we have full understanding and appreciation that Tormenta FC works because there's a fan base and there's a community and, and there's been almost every single home game where almost up until midnight, there are still people like the Statesboro High School boys soccer team that's still out there moving bleachers and picking up trash. And my message is one of gratitude. We have so many people that are supporting this project that want us to win, that are helping us with sponsorships and donations and community events. And, and, and you know, it's neat that, that I get to be around so many good people and my message to to all of the fans is is gratitude thank you thank you for allowing us to be a part of this community thank you for for coming out and buying tickets thank you for tailgating before games thank you for getting behind our opponent's bleacher and making their lives miserable thank you thank you thank you for for wanting to uh, be involved in what tormenta fc is and we're going to do everything that we can to show our appreciation in terms of winning and giving back to the community what they've been giving to us. They've been giving us a winning effort, and we, and we owe them the same. Well, Coach, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, good luck on the rest of the season. I hope we can talk again real soon. Jordan, I'll talk to you anytime, man. Thanks a ton for following us on Twitter. Thanks a ton for the shout-outs. And, uh, can't wait to see you again, man. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Thank you. And that was Coach Ben Freegley here on Storm of the South.